Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talk Stupid to Me. I am Joe Damon here with Justin Emery and Peter Collins. Today is Friday, so we're giving you some Lollapanooza. You guys have been spending an awful lot of money on gas here and there, like yeah. Gasoline for the for the automobile, and uh, it was hundred bucks for me to fill my tank. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But, uh, there's this gas station owner in downtown Amherst, which I believe is in somewhere's in Massachusetts, but this came from the Daily Hampshire Gazette. That's odd. Uh, he says he's had enough. <laughs> he's been selling their product for years. He's not going to do it anymore. He just uh, he stopped pumping gas. He, he's <laughs> So he's now just a station? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, like, I admire him for what he's trying to do there. Yeah. Um, I just think that everybody has to do it in order for that to, like, have an effect on anybody other than you and the people that used to go to your gas station. Yeah, you, all you've done is screwed up a people's bunch of people's mornings. Yeah. They're on their way to work, like, that. I'm going to stop at the gas station I always stop at, and now they stop there, and you don't have gas, and they don't have enough gas to get to work. <laughs> yeah. and now they have to, to work, yeah. and now they're going to get fired <laughs> because you don't want to sell gas anymore, you asshole. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like a great idea. Yeah. There's lots of great ideas that don't work well when you implement them. And it's weird because I feel like this is the time when most people are like, man, I wish I owned a gas station right now. I don't think it works as much as that. I think the the people that are actually making the money are the people that like own the oil. Yeah. As opposed to the people that are reselling the gas. I mean, I think e- they make more money off of the lotto, really. Yeah. Either cigarettes. Way, yeah. <laughs> either way, though, like that's a bad business decision. Yeah, kind of. And like, regard like, if you're not going to sell it, you're going to lose a shit ton of money. Yeah. And I mean, he, is he I, selling it I because he he's like he protesting the high prices? Is he protest like? Just snacks and stuff. Oh, right. right yeah. That he's just now. not selling gas. Yeah. He's just selling only everything it's, else. It's just a station. But it's, it's just a station now. Is he protesting like the high prices? Yeah, he's pissed. He's like, I'm not making, I'm not, I'm not selling your product. If that's how much you're charging for it, kiss my ass, basically. Sell it at cost and hook people up. That's what I'm trying to tell you is that they basically are. Most gas stations aren't really making that much money off of the gas. Yeah. Yeah, no, but like at least like lower it. As much as you can. Just beat everyone else up. I think the, the yeah. point is is that he doesn't want to sell the gas at all. He doesn't want to yeah. make the gas companies the no. money. So it's not about how much he's making off the gas at all. Yeah. It's about FU gas companies, which do great. Now they're making like ten bucks less a, a day on you know, or whatever the hell. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you're not you're not hurting not, them. Yeah, That's my point. Now if all. you and all your gas mobile buddies, whatever the hell you guys are called He's actually helping them because now people have to drive farther out of their yeah, way and, waste and more use gas. more yeah, gas exactly. to buy gas because <laughs> they still need to get to work. Like, they don't just have a gas station full of gas they can just sa- save and put in their car, you know? Yeah. He knows it's going to be the end of him, but I think he doesn't care anyway. But that's, like, really shitty. Now you're running the business into the ground before someone buys it after you are running to the ground? Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed pretty funny at first, and I was like, oh, no, he's actually doing it, and then... Yeah, this is a bad idea, really. I like it, though. F you. F you, too, gas companies, but no. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy's uh, also kind of an idiot, in my opinion. Uh, They both are, really, and it looks like they both got hurt. So there's this uh, Colombian cyclist, I guess, a bicyclist. Yeah. And he's, like, pulling ahead of this little race, the Vuelta de Colombia, or the hell, Al Colombia, whatever race this is. And uh, his wife's taking pictures of him as he's, like, exiting the <laughs> right crossing the finish yeah, line as he's and coming winning. off the course yeah exactly and they just collided and she gets knocked out like immediately <laughs> yeah 
he's all celebrating and riding with no hands with his arms stretched out yeah. and like smacking his chest like yeah i won and yeah. not able to steer apparently and just runs into her that's nuts a freaking one of the funniest parts to me is that there's a crowd of people there like all like first of all why are you guys allowed like right that close to the end that's stupid to take secondly, pictures i guess yeah. but that's what the sides are for and secondly like why would you go closer towards the middle when you're running away from him? Like, there's, like, a group of people on the left side of the road, and she just runs towards the people instead of just backing up. Yeah. And then she's the only one that got hit. <laughs> They're the only two that got hurt, it yeah. looks like. Dude, she's straight knocked out with her eyes open, too. Yeah, yeah, she got like, messed up. Yeah. yeah, they both had, like, injuries and shit, but I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I don't feel bad. Really he was all in the stomach and shit. <laughs> yeah, put your hands on the handlebars. Don't hit your wife. Right. <laughs> At least it wasn't like that Tour de France one where the lady was holding the sign and caused like the huge pile up. Oh, yeah. Like they were the only two involved in this. So that's as far good, as I could tell, know. at least. Yeah, yeah, that's what a video showed. <laughs> right. It, it wasn't a 20 bike pile up like that one was. And yeah, and these people, none, neither one of these people were innocent. He was showing off and she was, was trying to help him. She was in the back of the crowd taking pictures, though, that were, like, on the road. Yeah. And they all moved, and she right. didn't notice, and then he was there. <laughs> I don't know how she didn't notice. Like, they moved from what you're taking pictures of. Like, you're, you're focused only on him coming directly at you. Yeah, maybe she couldn't get a shot or something. I don't know, but she got a close-up. <laughs> well, I have a story that might even be uh, dumber than that one. In Volusia County, Florida, this guy stole a jet ski. Problem is, he didn't know how to start the jet ski. So how do you he, steal it then? <laughs> you untie yeah. it from the dock and just float away on oh, it. Oh, okay. You're gonna like MacGyver it while you're out there. I, he was, I guess, trying to figure it out and just floated away. You know, and he's out in the middle of the water, st- like on this jet ski. The cops come and they ask these these people like can we borrow your boat or they ask them like can you take us over to that guy and the guy's like you guys can just borrow it you know i don't want to get involved in this yeah so the cops borrow the boat and they go out there with their guns drawn on this guy and they're like put your hands up you know and like they're like come over to us swim over to us and he's like i don't know how to swim (laughs) (laughs) and the cops are like so you stole a jet ski and you don't know how to swim and like yeah this guy's just a complete idiot he one doesn't know how to steal a jet ski and two doesn't know how to swim away from the scene where's the coast guard at i don't know their job maybe i don't know <laughs> wow but yeah, yeah they end up throwing him a rope and like towing him you know pulling him over to the boat and arresting him and <laughs> he's just wow. an idiot that'd be a special kind of stupid to do that huh it looks like a nice jet ski though yeah at least he picked the right Damn. nice jet ski oh my god this is Wait. great they're towing him in to put cuffs on him yeah, yeah. but like if you're gonna steal a jet ski and you don't know how to start one at least like Look it up on YouTube, like how I'm to saying. how to start a jet ski. I, I figured bet. that's where he got caught. Was like, on, you know, in the middle of the video. Yeah, <laughs> just sitting there. I bet he called. I bet he called his meth dealer, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, I'm out on the boat right now." And he's like, "Oh, I'll meet you out there." <laughs> and just like wanting stuff, because you know how they do that. They like steal bikes and shit to go like get their drugs. Okay. And I'm, I'm thinking that he's like, you know. Yeah. Maybe he was going to trade it for drugs. Something, yeah. That's better. His dealer's yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. 
So this story is kind of crazy. A woman in Jackson County, Missouri, she sued Geico because she had unprotected sex with one of their insured drivers in his car. Uh, Okay, what? And she got an STD. So she sued Geico? Yeah, because he knew he had the STD and didn't disclose it to her and did nothing to protect her from it. So she incurred long-lasting injuries inside of his car due to his negligence. But that's not going to do with Geico. They insured him. But did they didn't had not he they didn't did they add, know no right no that they didn't know he had an STD. <laughs> I he don't know. Tell, he didn't tell them either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they ridiculous. could sue him. Yeah, but it's because it was in his car and it was his fault. You know. Yeah. What? That she got injured. So yeah, she won five point two million dollars. What? And then Geico like tried to appeal it, and a panel of three judges were just like, "No, we're upholding it. Like it, it was good." Good law or whatever. Wow. All right, the world has officially lost its mind. That's mind-boggling. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy sounding. I've had people do like, all I sorts get of it. like, like punch I, me in cars and I, do I get to do I get to sue their insurance if you get punched by somebody in their car? Yes. Maybe. Now you, now you can. Like if you incurred injuries, especially long like because it was HPV that she got. So it's like uh, you know. It's not something you can just get rid of. So they, I'd be like, she had that before. She told me she did. <laughs> when I, you know, the, where's the HIPAA here? What's going on here? What? What is the? I'm so freaking confused <laughs> on all of this. There's just so much bullshit. She could have had that before. Where's the burden of doubt there? Burden of proof, rather. I don't know. Come on. Maybe she had a clean blood test like the day before. What kind of like I don't know. <laughs> what kind of insurance company are you? Like you can't get like workman's comp if you got a beer in you when somebody hits you with a truck. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh no, take his blood. Like, oh, he had a beer at lunch, you son of a bitch, your fault. Be like, he hit me with a truck with my back turned. Like, no, we're not paying you. Yeah. <laughs> that is how it goes. This yeah. chick gets a genital wart and fucking five million bucks. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Oh, my uncle fucking died. He didn't get a penny. You know, not really, but you know, it could have been. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Oh, God. All right. Well, in more lunacy, in California, bees are now apparently fish. I saw What? Yeah, there's like... Okay, and don't get me wrong. I I think I'm on board with this. Are they categorizing them as fish now? Okay, now, because uh, they're trying trying to protect them, I guess. That's the whole idea. Yeah, they're trying to, like, put them, like, on the endangered species, like, protections list or whatever. Yeah, so they chose fish instead of birds? Apparently, the law is is that only fish can go on that. Is that how it worked? No, it's because of... That's what I read. What about, like, a bald eagle or something? It's because... the way that the wa- the like endangered species or protected wildlife laws work, it they defined what can be protected. So like mammals can be protected, birds can be protected, fish can be protected. But in like these laws, they had to define what a bird was, what a fish was. So like fish well, can include crustaceans, mollusks, invertebrates, and like other things. But it's the invertebrate. Because bees are invertebrates. Yeah, just so since like they don't fish, have a spine. Since they don't have a vertebrae <laughs> because they have an exoskeleton. The law was intended be... to protect only invertebrates in marine habitats. 
So they had to, re- instead of completely redoing that law, they just reclassified bees as fish. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking stupid, man. Yeah. I mean, you could be totally lying, but I believe you. Well, <laughs> you could be a fish, yeah. and I wouldn't know it. Thanks. You could be a fish. Yeah, no one got that, huh? All right. Be a fish. <laughs> it's called the bumblebee tuna clause. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> At least it should be. <laughs> it is now. Yeah. So there's this guy in Karnataka, which I'm not exactly sure where that is, but he his village has uh, a lot of power problems. Like, they only have so much power, you know, that the power plants can generate. They ration it to different people at different times. But his village only gets, like, three or four hours of power a day. And he's like, that's not enough. So he would call them every day when their power would get shut off. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you don't give us enough time with power to get things done. You know, he's like, we have to charge our phones. We have to grind masala. And, like, the guy on the other line, like, got fed up with him, I guess, and, like, sarcastically was like, well, go to the power company and bring your chargers and just plug your stuff in there. They have power all the time. And he's like, all right. So every day he goes down to the power company and just, like, hangs out for a couple hours, and he brings a bunch of his cell, like, his family's cell phones and chargers and plugs them all in and brings their grinder for masala, which I'm not sure what that is. I believe it's food or something. I don't know. And, yeah, he just does what he needs to do at the power company and just (laughs) plugs all his shit in there. Isn't that what they mix chicken with? I don't know. Well, that's Marsha. <laughs> I know. No, sorry. That's what I no. thought when I first saw it. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, he just took the guy's smart ass answer and he's like, fine, I'll go do that. That's and perfect. That's, that's what he does now. Just so, making me think of how easy we have it, you know? Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that? Oh, God. I don't know. With the $100 gas, it better not get to that point. <laughs> go down to the river and get some water, you know, type of, type of life. Yeah. Go down to the power plant, get some power. <laughs> it's crazy I'm bringing home buckets of uh, buckets of energy <laughs> oh wow you could you could just like bring a bunch of rechargeable battery banks <laughs> <laughs> it's true carry it on your head or something <laughs> well meanwhile in the United States here the good old US of A our high tech scientists are working on some cool shit guys yeah yeah got that power thing figured out for the most part I think Nice. We're moving on to other things. So NASA is assembling a team okay. to gather data on UFOs. Yep. <laughs> they just now, in 2022, have started talking about assembling a team to gather data on UFOs. I would have thought they had that team since, like, June of 1947. I don't understand. Uh, wh- what are they doing? Yeah. They have like bajillions of dollars over there, and I haven't seen anything other than a bunch other than a bunch of really shitty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They've got nothing. Yeah, I mean, all their shit blows up. Well, and like, didn't they just recently start like trying to plant stuff in moon soil to see like if it'll grow and stuff? Yeah, they finally yeah. did that now too. Right. So yeah. it's like NASA, come on, get with the program. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I don't get it. I just don't. I I, I don't know. I just, like, are they trolling us? They're just about to come out with, like, the real shit. Like, ah, just kidding. Or this is just, like, putting us on a goose chase. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't uh, understand how NASA's just now put looking at UFOs. I mean, yeah, that's kind of always been, like, part of the conversation 
with me and my friends and everyone that I know, like, what the hell's up with the cameras? <laughs> Grainy. Oh, how like, bad all their cameras? Yeah. Are? I don't know, man. But this is on CNN. Like, this isn't, like, just some, like... <laughs> It's <laughs> really happening, and they're reporting on it. Yeah, oh, wow. this is just this is something else, guys. Next up, the Parks Department just assembled a Sasquatch task force. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they probably already have had one of those. <laughs> given up. If they're not doing it, who is? You know, Mufon. <laughs> What's that? The Mutual UFO Network. Oh, <laughs> it's all them. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like a team of, of UFO nerds that, like, investigate stuff. No shit. Yeah. Good on them. They're doing more than NASA is. Well, I got a story about a guy that invented something useful. Oh, okay. But it's kind of creepy, too. Oh, no. It's a uh, creepy nightlight. Okay. It's a creepy nightlight, like a, like, a, like a creature of sorts? Yeah, kind of. All right. Why would you want that? Well, it's kind of like a spider Right, defeats the purpose of a nightlight, doesn't it? With a cube of light on it, yeah, and it it, it's meant to follow you around. Oh, okay. When you wake up to the bathroom or whatever, it it like follows you, so you have light throughout your house. Yeah. What? I mean, I just carry my phone for that, right? Or just you know, know where you live. Yeah, (laughs) it's like a Roomba. But anything blind people get along. What's wrong with people? You need a freaking. Are you shitting me? It's kind of cool. That's the stupidest shit I ever saw. It looks sweet. like the uh, the Toy Story thing with with the baby doll head, but yeah, it, it does. has a, yeah. a cube of light instead. <laughs> well, that <laughs> creepy nightlight's better than the creepy flashlight you brought last week. Oh no, that thing's sweet. It's on pre-order. Yeah, right which one would you rather have following you around? You know that the nightlight. Oh, whatever. When the other one catches up to you, it's a better time. <laughs> Oh, so this is from Japan. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I want is the creepiest thing in the world, a spider following me around when I'm barely awake. I want that. And yeah, like I sweet. want one that like <laughs> I want it one that like just detects noise and goes and checks it out. Because if anyone like came into your house and that thing just came to like see what the noise was, <laughs> yeah. they would be running out of your house. And it starts flashing red. And that's the best, like, <laughs> alarm system or, like, theft deterrent you could have. I mean, you could make <laughs> it creepier than that. But, yeah, that's one of them, I guess. I can see that. A creepy spider light? It's stupid. <laughs> perfect perfect place sweet. for it. Does it say how much these things cost? Or are they for sale? Or is it just, just like, a one-off no, thing? No, it's a one-off. Made? It's like a prototype. Whatever, mass produce them, I want one. <laughs> yeah. You put a Bluetooth speaker in it for, like, during the day. There you are. Just hangs out with you everywhere. Yeah, just when you go room to room, like, while you're, like, cleaning the house or whatever, and it just follows you. Yeah. <laughs> so last week we talked about the guy who smeared the cake all over the Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. He did the, it for the earth. Yeah. Well, this one, a guy broke into the Dallas Museum of Art, and he smashed a bunch of ancient Greek artifacts. What an asshole. And he did it because he was mad at his girl. What? (laughs) No, I'm mad at his girl. Are you shitting me? I don't know how this got back at his girl or whatever. Like, 
maybe she just really loves old art or something. Maybe, yeah. You know, yeah. she's just like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go break that old shit so you can't look at it no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. What an asshole. Yeah, he used a steel chair to repeatedly smash a, a glass door to get into the place, and then he smashed, like, three ancient artifacts dating back to, like, Ancient times. Yeah, he smashed three artifacts dating back to the 5th and or 6th centuries BCE. Damn. Wow. Yeah, they, they've estimated, like, the stuff that he smashed is, like, insured for um, over a million dollars. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so this guy just got paid. Shit. Yeah, whatever. It's like that uh, one movie where he's like, you only break something else? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just made us 30 grand. <laughs> yeah. No, they said no. Trading places. Yeah, that's what it was. No. Yeah, I wonder if he let out some demons by breaking, like, some ancient artifacts, though, too. Well, they were ancient Greek artifacts. I don't know okay. if they trapped demons in artifacts. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, whatever. Never know. He let out some of his own demons on those artifacts, yeah. it sounds like. <laughs> well, I got a story about a thief. More, more or less a burglar. Yeah. That uh, broke into a... Pennsylvania home and stole their pierogies. What a son of a bitch. Yeah. And that's pretty much the story. That made the <laughs> news? Yes. It's the most interesting. And the only other thing he did was like cause $10 worth of damage to their drywall. What? How do you only, how do you cause $10 worth of damage to drywall? Couple like scratches. Like he, yeah, he like used a marker on it, and that's how much the cleaner costs. If Mike was yeah. here or something. <laughs> it's like a C scratch it or something, and then you have to like spackle it and paint it. That's it. Yeah, $10. that would cost more than ten dollars. I feel. I mean, if you already have the paint, spackles five bucks. You're in. Doesn't take that long. But yeah. Either way. Yeah, I was thinking maybe he punched a hole in the wall, but then that's that, that's more than ten yeah. bucks. So that's the whole story of pierogi thief. Yeah. Do they at least tell us what kind of pierogies they were? Oh, no. Did they get the pierogies back? No. What the fuck? No. This is a bad story. <laughs> that's, all. that's all. Yeah, that is a terrible story. <laughs> what do you mean? That's just a, that's not even a story. That's it's just not an even anecdote. news. <laughs> no, it's, right. got, it's got a headline. And it says national news, dude. That's hilarious. Justin Glowacki, who was the, the writer of this story. Oh, is that your like everybody that that name is stupid? Is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, it's just you, isn't it? It's your pen name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna do that, okay. And this lady in Brooklyn uh, found a possum in the bar, and she grabbed it by the neck and walked it out. End of story. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real story? Yeah. Too? At least mine <laughs> was cool. Jeez. What? Anyway, is that all you had? Where? Yeah, Brooklyn, New York. You ever been there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> It was kind of cool. I can show you the video if I want to, but I'm not going. What? <laughs> That's it, though, huh? I would think a possum would be easy to get out of somewhere. You just have to, like, scare it, right? And then it'll, like, fake dead, and then it, you can yeah. just grab it. She yeah. gripped it, man. Gripped it by the neck and walked it out like it was a bitch. Well, like, by, like, the back of the neck yeah. or, like, a choke slap? No, by the <laughs> like back of the neck. <laughs> no, by the scruff, if you will. I was going to say, it would have been pretty crazy if she just, like, grabbed it like the Undertaker and carried it out. <laughs> Jeez. So Taco Bell has been uh, planning, like, a redesign of new restaurants. And it's pretty sweet looking, I think, because... They took the line out. Well, it's there's four lines. They added more lines? Oh, that's cool. Oh, it's like a bank. 
Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, like the what? actual kitchen is on like the top floor, and then you just drive underneath like the whole building is like the four lanes, and the four lanes are for like there's uh I think two lines are for like pickups for like delivery companies like you know Uber Eats and all that like DoorDash and shit like those people they have their own line to pick up stuff if you order from the mobile app you have your own line and then there's a traditional line where you like speak to the speaker and order it like a a normal drive through see that mobile app makes way more sense now yeah because like before like that's just stupid I think. Okay, great. Just You can't say, hey, give me four tacos. I get it. Maybe it's a complicated order, I guess. It saves you a couple minutes, I guess. But now. Yeah, the mobile apps are awesome if you special order things because you can just, like, do everything and be like, here, I, I know it got sent to you right. You know, oh, like. Right. I'm pretty yeah, plain, so I wouldn't have done that. It's like, just bean and cheese burrito, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they have like little dumbwaiter things that you know, elevator things yeah, that like, like bring your food up and down. It's freaking awesome. And they sh- they're saying that they invented that technology, and yeah, I say right. that's bullshit because yeah, right. I remember going to a White Castle like 15 years ago around here that had two lines, and when you were in the second line after you ordered. It was like this. It was a conveyor belt thing that you would see them, like, put the food on a tray, and then it went up, and then it went over the cars, and then it came down to you. Oh, shit. Maybe this one's, like, air-powered. This one's just up and down. It's a fucking dumbwaiter. Like, you did not invent (laughs) the dumbwaiter, Taco Bell. (laughs) We put a motor in it, and we invented it. (laughs) But, yeah, it's pretty cool, and I, I think more places should do that. That's awesome. And, yeah, like, the whole thing is a kitchen upstairs, so it's, like, a huge kitchen, you know, where they can be servicing multiple lines. It's not just, like, a normal Taco Bell-sized kitchen for all four lines, you know? It looks like a a really cool building, like a corporate bank or something. It looks like like it's from Demolition Man. It does look (laughs) like that kind of, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're there. Yeah. Yeah, We are. How many people eating fast food nowadays? That's <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's how many people go to Taco Bell. The line yeah. outside the one here is like always. I'm leaving the grocery store. I'm just always yelling at them how stupid they are. Yeah. Like I went into the grocery store, bought groceries, came back. I'm probably going to be eating before you're even out of that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stupid. stupid. Well, I mean, I guess that's why they did this. Well, I've got another food invention here. No, that's not exactly a food invention, but this one's for ice cream. A man invented a the ultimate ice cream stirring utensil. Ice cream stirring utensil? Yeah. Why do you need to stir ice cream? You just eat it. Yeah. So you can change it from regular ice cream to soft serve. Isn't it's called a mixer. Or a countertop. And you just <laughs> wait. Well, right. no, hit. You put it in the microwave for a couple seconds. Right. Well, that's part of it, okay? So, like... His gripe was that there's always, like, that center mass of ice cream and then the rest of it melts into just liquid for the most part. Okay. If you just set it out. So you you put it in the microwave for about 30 seconds or so, and then you stir it with this fork. It's, like, kind of closed off at the tips. Okay. So it's just like a spatula. It's like a spatula, (laughs) yeah. But a a fork. Okay. And he designed it so he could, like, you know, get to the bottom of the... It's a mixing blade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
And so you, you heat it up, and then you stir it, and it turns it into saucer. That's stupid as shit. What a crybaby wiener. Like, who cares? Just yeah. eat your ice cream. I or mean, buy some soft serve. Oh, no, my ice cream's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about first world problems. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is my wrong? freezer's too good. I need a special utensil. Oh, wow. Just don't eat ice cream. Yeah, ice cream's not your thing, dude. <laughs> I hate Try yogurt. I don't fucking know. Well, apparently, though, it's uh, it's been funded on Kickstarter or whatever the hell it is. Oh, my God. One of those things. I hope that, that he gets it. I hope that over everybody enjoys their stupid-ass spoon fork. Over $20,000 was raised. Okay, what? well, uh, that's... That doesn't upset me as much as I, like, when you said Kickstarter, I was like, oh, my God, how many millions of dollars? Is it? <laughs> like, I thought you were going to say, like, he's raised $4 million from idiots that need soft well, serve scooper <laughs> things. They, that was their ori- original funding goal. They yeah. surpassed it. I'm not sure exactly Jeez. how much. But how it, much did you give them? <laughs> I mean, I bought a, a three-pack. A three-pack. <laughs> Yeah, so I can mix up the entire Neapolitan ice cream gallon at once. Yeah. So dumb. I mean, because they're like 10 bucks a piece and three of them were 25. So I found an article that's about 20 world records, Joe. <laughs> in one in one article? Yeah, they're not all like new, but they're all related to rock and har- and heavy metal. Okay. <laughs> Conroe Independent School District Academy of Science and Technology. (laughs) (laughs) It's the world's biggest electric guitar. That's stupid. It's like the keyboard from Big. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) It's way bigger, though. Holy shit. Yeah, and you need, obviously, multiple people to try to play it because (laughs) the fretboard's so long. You would need to, like, stand on it to, like, hold a chord. Those strings are probably heavy as hell, Jeez. too. Like piano wire? No, way more than that. Like it's like something you would like build a bridge with. The world record for the shortest concert ever? What? It's The Who. Okay. It's only 13 seconds. <laughs> what? How did? Why did that happen? Oh, he couldn't sing? Yeah, he like tried doing the scream at the very beginning, you know, the... Famous, like, CSI, like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't sing, and he, like... That's had, it. Cut it. Cut it, yeah. Wow, 13 oh. seconds? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, like, the shortest because it actually started. You know, right. like, lots of concerts get canceled, so, yeah. like, that doesn't count. It, th- but they actually started, started playing, and then oh we're like, my. no, we can't. Sorry. That sucks. They were playing in 2007 still, and it was uh, only 9,000 people? That's yeah, I guess. <laughs> that should be a record, too. I just think it's funny, like, you know, stuff like that's going to happen because, like, a lot of bands are just getting older and older and older. Like, look at how old The Who are. Like, pretty soon they're going to be like, are you in The Who? And they're going to be like, oh, The Who? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to talk about all of these records because that would just take forever, and we're not a record show. <laughs> but the most encores ever done at a concert belongs to The Cure. Oh, really? They did five of them. Five? Five encores? Yeah. <laughs> That's at wow. one concert. We want more. <laughs> I'm just surprised they had that many people begging for more and more than once. <laughs> yeah. 
I know at one point, did like who stopped? Did the did the did the crowd stop asking for more after five? <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're or good. Were the cure just like, no, you're cured. We're done. <laughs> right. We have to go home now. We're hungry. This one's kind of cool, and I hate that Kiss has it. Uh, I don't even want to hear it now. It's the most flame projectiles launched at a show. 2020 in Dubai. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah. There's 73 flame projections. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's just <laughs> crazy. That's a really. That's like one per minute. Yeah. <laughs> or just like a bunch in a minute. That's true. Do sixty of them in one minute. Oh my god! One a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kiss sucks. Sorry, Detroit Rock City. Oh yeah, this one we've talked about before. I think that Metallica has the world record for being the first band to perform on every continent. Oh yeah, because they went to Antarctica. Yeah, they went to Antarctica just to do a show so they could get that. But didn't like you know at this point every single person that's played in Antarctica has been to all the rest of them. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I like to think that Guar set that record long before them because that's where they live is Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> that's this one's really crazy to me. The world record for the longest music video ever. What? Ten minutes. No, it's 177 days and 16 hours. What, did they stream it or some shit? Yeah, it was, like, streamed online, and it's 21 pilots. I guess they, like, had a bunch of fan submissions. Like, they had, you know, reached out to their fans and were, like, submit stuff for our music video. And then they just, like, played the song, like, I guess over and over in the people's videos, and it took 177 days to do it. That is lame as hell. Wow. Yeah. People are just wanting to be known, huh? Because yeah. I never heard of 21 Pilots. Oh, well, that's just because <laughs> you don't listen to music. That's They're awesome. a very popular band. Really? Yes. Oh, all right. Never even heard anybody talk about them. What do they sing? I don't know. See? I don't listen <laughs> yeah, to yeah. them. Yeah. But I know I've heard of them many, many times. They're not as They're cool like, as Kiss. They're like on alternative stations. So. Oh, right on. They had a meet and greet at one of the bars that I used to work at. See, how cool could it be? So, yeah. <laughs> and Meatloaf has the best-selling album trilogy in the world. What's an album trilogy? Well, because he has Bad Out of Hell 1, 2, and 3, so it's like a trilogy. That's, oh, I forgot he did that. That's really stupid. Yeah, that's unfair. I think just most people don't do it like yeah. that. Yeah, that's why he has yeah, it. Yeah, that's most world records in general. Well, and I wonder, like, does Led Zeppelin count? Because they have, like, 1, 2, 3, and 4, right? Like, They're not yeah. technically labeled that, though. Right, okay. <laughs> Most songs featured in a video game by a metal band. <laughs> in one video game? Oh, uh, well, I think it's in video games. Oh, okay. And it's Iron Maiden. Oh, right. Okay, I can see that. All yeah. the uh, Guitar Hero and shit. Well, and even just like you can see the list, there's what, like GTA? Yeah, they're in Tony Hawk and all that stuff too. Shit. Well, they don't have uh, Carmageddon 2, Carpocalypse Now. <laughs> They did, like, the whole soundtrack <laughs> yeah, for that game. that'd be one of them, huh? They're probably in, like, rock and roll racing and all that stuff back in Super Nintendo. And yeah. <laughs> I just think that's awesome because, like, Kiss has their own video games and shit, and they couldn't <laughs> get that record. <laughs> yeah. This one should not be in the list because it's not a world record, I don't think. it's 
like best-selling album by an Australian group. Like that's an Australian record, not a world yeah. record. That's yeah. like a Grammy award. <laughs> yeah. But it's ACDC. Akadaka. Big surprise. Oh, and it's for Back in Black. 22 times platinum. Yeah. It's a good yeah. album. It's more like one of the best-selling albums of the 80s. Yeah. Well, I've got a record, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. This one's much different, though. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Man with the most flesh tunnels. I don't even know what that means. Well, you don't know what a flesh tunnel is? No. No. Do I want to know? Do we have to know what this is? Yeah. It's where you get, like, a piercing in your in your face. Oh, okay. And okay. It, like, tunnels, th- you know, through. So like, the guy with the most piercings, then. Okay, so, like, like where my eyebrow was pierced, like, those would be flesh tunnels, I guess? Yeah, uh, can you put something, like, you know. I mean. It's d- usually, like, through the mouth or nose, like an opening. Mm. Okay. okay. See, I because I would say, like, my piercing is more of a tunnel than like, right. that would be. Because it's got a bar in it. Yeah, because, right. yeah, for sure. Because it, 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 like, opens on the ends, but then it's, like covered the entire way through you know like i don't know whatever See, stupid they go, names they go from three millimeters to 18 millimeters in size Jeez. yeah how many does he have 15 that's it so yeah but his can, head's just like swiss cheese you can put like chopsticks through all of them Oof. <laughs> pretty much that's weird do you have a picture of this guy yeah that guy's weird <laughs> oh yeah Looks like uh, Ron Jeremy a little bit. He kind of does. I don't know. I don't get that. That's that. That is not appealing. It's to like me. the human kerplunk. Yeah, and he was putting like a ribbon through all of them. Yeah, like he he was <laughs> waving a w- ribbon through his face. Why do you want to do that? I don't know. It sounds kind of fun. <laughs> so I have this video to show you guys of a proposal at Disney Paris. Disneyland in Paris. I saw this one, too. Yeah, a guy, like, sets up a camera, has someone taping, and, like, him and his girl go up on this stage with, like, the castle behind them so he can propose to her, and he, like, gets down on his knee, and a Disney employee, like, comes running in between them and snags the ring and, like, takes it away, and he's like, no, you guys got to come down. And he's like, you're not allowed up there, like, they asked for permission to go up there, and the employees told them no. Like, we don't let anyone up on the stages, even when there's not a show going on. So, no, you can't go up there. And they went up there anyways. This guy's like, no, I'm going to take your ring, and you have to get the fuck down. Nice. <laughs> but now Disney's, like, apologizing and, like, doing steps to make it better for these people, giving them, like, free stay or something. And I'm like, bullshit. What about the other yeah. people that wanted to do that and yeah, couldn't like, do it? Yeah, like, and they knew. Like, it wasn't like they just assumed they could go up there and they went up there and this got, this happened. Like, you asked for permission, you were denied permission, and you did it anyways. I would have kicked your ass out of the park. Yeah, no shit. Now we're giving you a free stay for being assholes. Because it went viral and people feel bad for you. Because you're dickheads who don't know how to follow the rules. I, you know what should go viral is that guy. Like, they should buy that guy a free stay, the guy that took the ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's an employee. Yeah, I know. He should get free, like, you know, a raise or some shit. <laughs> I'm a week off, paid vacation. What's going on here? He just he just took freaking the rap, and you guys are going to throw him right under the bus and go, oh, sorry about him. Yeah. <laughs> You're not sorry about him. 
freaking hired him. <laughs> He's the best employee you have. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. I would have let the freaking fat ass take his picture and get the hell out of the way. Yeah, he's Johnny on the spot with the rules. <laughs> yeah, for real. Though. Right. Like, before she could say yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's great. I mean, I would have waited. Been like, whether or not you're going to kick, like, just him out or both of them. Yeah. <laughs> it was such perfect. Like, he just slid right in between them and got the ring, like, in awesome. one foul swoop. Yeah, no one was looking for that. It was hilarious. I thought he was marrying him at first when I saw the picture. <laughs> well, I mean, Disney fans can be crazy. Like this couple that decided to order a visit from Minnie and Mickey okay. to their wedding wow. instead of catering food for their guests. What? So you can come to our wedding, give us gifts and everything. We're not going to feed you, but Minnie and Mickey are here. Yeah. Really? That's something you do in addition to food, not... Was there at least an open bar? There better have been. <laughs> There's plenty of places to eat in the area. Yeah, so your wedding should have been one of them. Right, no <laughs> shit. Well, that's what I thought, too, but, you know, they got a 30-minute appearance. Or if you're, oh my God, that's it? Yeah. So, like, I don't even have time. Like, I'm not going to get a turn to talk to Minnie and Mickey because all these other assholes are in line before <laughs> me. Which father had to pay for that, you know? Who paid for this? That's what I want to know. Who paid for it? You can't spend you can't spend that much money on it, can you, and not feed some? I don't understand. The only way you can do that is if, like, in the invitation, you're like, no food served, but you'll get to meet Minnie and Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> so bring something to sign. Yeah, bring a camera. <laughs> Apparently it was a bride and groom's uh, parents that gave him the money. Oh, I thought you were going to say that we're in the costumes. No, no. <laughs> they were they Minnie gave, and Mickey. They gave him the money for catering, and it was $2,700, and they spent it on that. <laughs> like, it was almost exactly. So wow. we decided to, yeah. That's so dumb. That's terrible. God, I'm not coming to either one of their next weddings. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? That's great. So are you guys aware that Snoop Dogg smokes so much weed that he has his own full-time blunt roller? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did know that. Purse rappers do yeah. have that. I think Wiz Khalifa has one, too. I think yeah. Snoop started the trend. Probably. <laughs> yeah, and uh, supposedly he pays them somewhere between forty dollars and $50,000 a year. Wow. That's it? Is he, he like, on call 24-7, or does he have, like, a designated place? Does he, does he follow him around? Yeah, he follows him around. He gets to go wherever Snoop goes. He also gets, like free stuff oh okay like anytime snoop gets something like he kind of gets something too you know like yeah because he's there yeah that's awesome okay no, that's good then it's 50 grand on top of all the getting taken and, care and of and the benefits that's yeah. what yep. i'm saying yeah yeah so the other day the like, car washes uber Facts tweeted out something snoop snoop dog employs a full-time blunt roller for you know 40 to fifty thousand a year and then he retweeted that with inflation their salary went up <laughs> so like he gave his blunt roller a raise that's awesome recently too nice <laughs> so yeah he's trying to correct him <laughs> that's hilarious he's funny man yeah but that's that's crazy there's a bunch 
bunch of people like that apply for those positions for the rappers and stuff. Yeah. Does it like, get like overtime on four twenty and shit? Oh, probably. <laughs> Holiday pay. <laughs> Holiday pay. That's funny. He said he's got really good timing. That's the thing. Oh, like he knows when Snoop wants one. Yeah. W- before Snoop knows. He's handed yeah. it to him and Snoop's like, you know what I could go for? And he's like, it's here it is. Done, son. <laughs> yeah. That's like his special thing. You know, like he's he's yeah. got really good timing with it. And there's upwards to like 60,000 applicants that apply for positions like that where do you apply for something like that i don't know but like waka flaka had one and it attracted over sixty thousand. like do you roll the blunt in your resume yeah, <laughs> right just like really though like how do you even go oh hey i'm really good at that by the way send your instagram <laughs> real I, I don't know <laughs> how do you like know how much that's supposed to cost somebody either you know I don't think you're making anybody money with that kind of job. <laughs> you just some estimate how much time you're saving and then pay yourself and then, kind give, them of, and then yeah. give them half. Yeah. <laughs> well, the more you're worth, the more your time's worth. Right. So, In Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, a family just recently went into the attic and found a tortoise that they lost in 1982. What? What? So this family had a pet tortoise named Manuela, and in 1982, she disappeared. That's 40 years ago. 30 years ago. No, it's not. That's 40 years ago. Yeah. Because I'm 39, 30 years or 1982, whichever comes first. Yeah, I don't know. This article's confused. But anyways, I'm guessing 30 years, because that's what they keep saying. Um, yeah, their turtle or tortoise just disappeared one day, and they were having, like, builders that were doing stuff in the house at the time. So they figured they probably left the door open at some point, and the tortoise just wandered out and disappeared. So they just gave up? Well, they looked around, all around for it outside and, were you know, couldn't find it anywhere. So eventually they gave up. And How did it get in the attic? Yeah, like, how does it climb up into the attic? I don't know. Well, the... Apparently, the father just recently passed away, so the family was there, you know, cleaning out stuff, and they went up into the loft and opened a box containing an old record player and Manuela the tortoise, who was still alive. How is it alive? <laughs> I don't know. And was it in this box the whole time? Does like, it eat water? I don't know. Like, I, I would assume there could be bugs maybe up in that it could eat, but I wouldn't think enough to sustain it for 30 years. No, and it needs, like, vegetables and shit, doesn't it? I they kind of eat anything you put in front of their face. With 30 years of poop in the attic, you're not going to smell nothing. You're not yeah. going to hear it crawling around ever. Well, it's really slow. Know. It's a tortoise. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> what is that extremely slow rate of bustling? <laughs> <laughs> slow scratch. <laughs> Crickets are covering up the noise, and you're like, oh, you're shit. And I guess if you're not looking for that record player, you know, like yeah. I, I, when I first saw the story, I thought it was just like wandering around in the attic, and I was like well where the fuck do these people keep their christmas decorations i wonder what if it was <laughs> just in a box can you imagine seeing those sons of bitches after freaking however long yeah and just looking at them like really <laughs> really <laughs> and then first of all they don't like, even recognize them <laughs> <laughs> they were like what the shit is that oh my god you guys remember that shit back in 80 92 
1992. Yeah, those are the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Back when we had the bathroom remodeled. I don't understand, though. How did it not, if it could get up there. Where did it get water? Well, it probably, it, it probably got in the box with the record player at some point, yeah. and then they moved that. They were like, okay. well, it's Man, 8092. We're never going to listen to records again. We now have CDs. Right. And they put it upstairs, and yeah. Wow. It was probably one of the dickhead kids was like, ah, you're like a record. I'm going to play you on this record player. <laughs> <laughs> and forgot about it. That's terrible. See, and if it would have been in like Detroit, they would have busted that bitch out twenty years ago. <laughs> Just to be cool. Yeah. That sucks. Poor was the uh, Manuela. Manuela. <laughs> Poor Manuela. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hipster finds <laughs> Yeah, hipster finds tortoise after 30, 40 years. Yeah. So if any of you out film there film at ten or eleven. If anyone out there has lost a turtle or a tortoise like when they were a kids, just go check the attic. Open some boxes. It's probably might him be with waiting the for player. you. <laughs> All right, everyone, that's the end of the show. If you have any news for us, send it to news at talkstupidtome.com. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later.